Okay, so. I'm just. I don't know, it's kind of funny. Like, it's funny what I'm dealing with right now. But I talked about in Mexico. And I talked about when I realized, like, on my way in my room, that when I'm, like, in the area, you know, I guess these witches. I don't know what it is or how this works. Like, they got some sort of, like, system where they're connected or, you know, when a demon hunter pop up in the area or just any child of God, period, pop up in the area praying, like, they all rush or is they called? Is it a meeting? I don't know how it works. All I know is everywhere I go, they be getting everybody to do it. Like, I also talked about how I saw, like, demons jumping off of people, anybody that they can use. And it was only one time I actually see a demon try to jump on somebody, and it got sent back immediately. And it was this older couple. But I still don't know how to feel about that because... They wound up lingering around me for a little while, and I felt like they must have got, you know, it must have, like, stayed on them. Or it must have at least found a way in or something for them to feel like they need to linger around. Because how would they know the conversation? Now, when I saw the demon jump, excuse me, try to jump in on them, and then got sent back. I was just reading my Bible in the downtown area, sitting outside on a bench, which I was like, you know, I love to do it. I was in Mexico at the time because it was peaceful. But I didn't, like, they, these these this couple, they would have just been random civilians passing. So it didn't, like, when the demons tried to jump on them and jump off them, it didn't seem like it was worth putting in the work to, you know, really try to find your way in. But if, you know, if it were just an easy just jump in, jump out type thing, then that's what I felt like. That's why the demon got sent back. It wasn't that easy. But since they would have had to put in the work, you know, they felt like it was more worth it once I noticed that the demon had got sent immediately back. Then it made it more worth it because now I'm more focused on this couple. And I try my best not to put too much attention on it or not to focus too much on it because, you know, I don't want to keep, you know, I know these people as victims. I don't want to keep incorporating people. Like, they sending demons on people, you know, to just use them. And the only reason they sent this demon, I realize, is because this couple would have been walking super close to me so that they could whisper something under their breath to me. Just to, like, feed into this narrative, like, everybody is in on it. And I control everybody, and I have all this power that they don't have. But I'm sitting on to say, you know, I was on my way in my hotel room. And all I know is, like, you know... Right before I went to, got into the door, I had these bathroom really bad, so I was rushing. 
right before I got into the door, I heard a conversation really quick. It was a conversation between me and a demon, and I didn't even realize what had happened, or a witch, or whatever it was, whoever it is. All I know is, I was just like, on my way in the door, I was about to scan my key card, and I heard, you know, the demon say, like, I didn't know she could hear us. I didn't know she knew we were here, or something like that. Like, you didn't tell me she knew she was aware we were here. And then that's when I was like, you know, go, go now or something like that. You should just leave now. And they were like, oh, okay. Like, it was funny how they said it. Like, okay. Like, scared a little bit. But that's when I was like, hmm, that easy? I shouldn't have done that because you can't let them know when it's easy that you got them off for of you. And you can't let them know when you're tired. Like, you got to always outlast them. And I I knew that ever since the fight, and I still, you know, sometimes talk too much. But and I end up having to pay for it with, with all the work I end up having to put in. But regardless, it wouldn't matter because this next part. So I was like, you know, if you stay, I'm gonna torture you all night with the Bible and with gospel music. And that's when you know the demon was like, okay, and it was about to go. And then that's when I heard my sister, because she's still a witch, even though she got delivered last year, or she got delivered in 2020, she's still a witch. I heard her say to the demon, "Uh uh-uh, don't go nowhere. And then, you know, I heard, it was a small discussion, I guess they must have been saying to her, like, you didn't even tell us all this was to it, like, they be lying to each other to get, you know, to get, like... I guess when you got a little bit more, I don't want to say power, it's not power, but I guess when you got a little bit more of a level up or something, whatever it is you call it, you can tell lesser like witches or demons to do the dirty work for you. You can send them to do the dirty work for you. And if you do that, you know, they take the hits instead of you. And she wasn't telling them. Who I was, I'm a demon hunter, or I'm aware that they even there. She must have just told them like, just minimum information just to get them on board, and they didn't know that I was even aware that I was fighting demons at the time, all the time. So they was like surprised, like you didn't tell us she knew we was here. So automatically they felt played, like you sent me to get tortured. But it's a good thing because you gotta stay ready. You gotta stay ready. And I admit I have maybe been slacking off lately. I'm not even doing as much as I was doing before the trip or even during the trip. But I don't know, you know. I know it's important, but I'm just going to do what feels right. Because one thing that I just realized yesterday, I think it was. It was all this time, like for so long, for a while. It's not it ain't been that long, but just like maybe a week. I've been like ignoring what I know what feel right. And I've been ignoring like different things I feel like will make me feel better in order to keep me going. And God has shown me. He just gave me a little quick tip really quick. Like, nah, listen to your, you know, listen, trust yourself. 
when you feel like taking a break, when you don't feel like being bothered, when you feel like you want to do stuff a certain way, and then you want to jump in, jump back in when you feel like you feel like when you feel like it's ready, or you ready to do that, do that. That's better. It works better for you, and I noticed that. But so I noticed they're using people and they victims. You know, I don't. A lot of times I be having, I have the opportunity to. Because I've been fighting so much and just fighting, you know, God brought me to another level. I'm fighting like after that fight last year, I have the ability. I know how to tap in and, you know, isolate to let's just meet in this person that's using everybody ultimately and just be fighting them. I know how to tap in into that. It's just, you know... When it's an everyday process and I'm doing it all the time and I can't make no mistakes, I got to be perfect. I just don't, I don't do what I'm supposed to do all the time. I'm not going to make excuses for it. But a lot of times I realize, you know, they send lesser people to do their dirty work. Like, for example, my neighbor right now, all the time, you know, doing their dirty work. Even my sister, you know, she not who it really is about. She's doing somebody else's dirty work. I heard the conversation that they had. They really be like, you know, I heard the conversation was sound so dumb. Like, it just all sounds so stupid. Like, I don't get it. Like, but you know, God was telling me this. It's not what it looked like at all. They don't have no real power. But all I know is, you know, I heard the conversation. The conversation was like the person that it was, which is Money Yaya, was like, you hate her? She's like, I hate her. I hate her. I hate, I hate her. And she was talking about me. And she was just trying to convince them that she hate me so much. She was just really trying to convince them that. And, you know, maybe she do hate me. You know, I wouldn't doubt it. She didn't do something like this. But in reality, I think it's more like a need to fit in. And being, like, scared of what they do to her because she already into it or whatever. I don't know. I don't I don't really care about those technicalities. When it comes down to it, like I said, it's not what it look like at all. So she was just trying to convince her she hate her. And then that's when she was like, okay, if you hate her, then kill her then. And then she just, like, every single time, just like, all right. Say yes to anything, anything they tell her to do. And I'm just like, why are you? I just, I don't even want to say it, but I'm just like, why are you so freaking dumb? Why are you so dumb? Why are you so dumb? But you know, I don't know. I don't know if she's dumb. I don't know if she's just thirsty. I don't know if she's just scared. I don't know if she just don't love herself. Like, it might be a mixture of all of them, to be quite honest, and it's sad. So I feel bad for her most of the time because even when they send her to go do stuff, you know, you hear them laughing at her. You hear them talking about her. And, like, they just talking about how dumb she look, 
how they send her to do their dirty work and how it's just, you know, how they just using her. And I be trying to tell her, but she just get mad, mad at me. Or she'll um, try to do more than impress them. So it's like, it's a lost cause. And it's so corny to me. All of it is real corny to me. But then I got my neighbor, you know. I was on Instagram for a while today. And I don't care because I feel like, you know, I'm always... Maybe this is a spirit. Maybe this is my use me right now. I feel like that's what you're talking about. I don't care. But it's like... They want to look like they really can do more than they can. And overall, the only thing that they can do is like give me a headache and aggravate me all day. Because all they do is sit around all day talking and trying to force my mind to think stuff all day like just trying to play with my mind all day but they can't they don't have no real power they don't have no real power it's just a bunch of them playing with my mind all day and when you don't catch no breaks you just start to get tired of it it's not even it ain't even really much to it but i've had ample opportunities to just like step on a lot of them and but i don't want to hurt them I get the opportunity where I'm like when I'm in a position, I got enough power, you know, I'm with God, I'm focused. I can just, I don't know what it is I do. All I know is whatever it is that I do, it will hurt them. So I'm like, no, it's okay. I just, you know, be patient and, you know, I don't want to do too much work because if I put this much work in for every single body, I'm using up all the energy I have. So I don't. Honestly, I, it'll be easier for me if I just did the work, but I don't because it's so many people. And if they realize I'm doing the work for everybody, they just going to keep using everybody. Imagine that, though. Like, imagine, like, an ant farm. And they just send, like, a whole ant farm at you, you know. And if they know you're going to be very careful with each and every single last one, they're going to send an ant farm at you. But you don't want to just hurt random people anyways. So, you know. I get opportunities to just like, all right, this person bothering you, or just knock them out your way, but it's gonna hurt them. And I'm just, I don't want to hurt them though. I just feel bad for them. I see they being used. I see, you know, I don't know what they, you know, going going along with it for, but you know, I know ultimately it gotta have a lot to do with them not wanting to deal with what I'm dealing with right now. They scared. You know, but you should fear God. You shouldn't fear nobody else but God. Right now, you know, I could be doing more. And I understand, like, it's probably affecting people because I'm not doing more. But I'm tired. And God had already shown me I got to do what I feel what feel right in my spirit. And if it feel like I'm getting any more, any, any little bit of a break right now, I just pick up the work later. Because it's not that important then. It's not that important. They want to tire me out and make me give up. I'm not about to let them do that. And then it's like I'm still trying to figure out what I'm even fighting over. Because I know I'm fighting for God. But they always trying to push a narrative. It's about something else. And 
I don't know. Earlier, you know, I was on Instagram for a while. And so it felt like, you know, they felt like I wasn't worth it no more. Like, okay, we can just walk away. Like, she ain't even worth it no more. She ain't even fighting us. No, full well. You won't, can't just walk away like that. I don't know why they're always trying to make it seem like it's something that is not. They always pushing a narrative that's not what it is. Like, they always trying to make themselves look like they doing more than they really are. Or that they're more than what they really are. Like, they could just walk away right now. I Like, I wish they would just walk away right now. Thinking that they about to walk away with my power. Walk away with my presence in God. You know, they don't really have it. But they just in the way of it. And if you in the way of it, you can't walk away. Because I'm just going to have it again. So... They want me to believe that they got it or can take it from me. They can't. But what they can do is be very annoying and in my way. And every single time I'm focusing on God, I heard them tell me at church, they turning you around. So every time I'm focusing on God, they just turn me around and distract me. They distracted me from God. That's it. They don't have no power outside of that besides lying. But other than that, you know, I'm just, I'm regaining that, that, just that fight. I'm regaining that, it's my spirit, so that I can feel like focusing on God, giving him my undivided attention, and remembering why I started this fight to begin with. Because... After you fight so many people, and it's a lot of times about the dumbest, stupidest, minuscule things all day, every day. You just like, man, I don't know. I trust you, God. I love you. You always worked it. But, man, you know, you got all these random people. Like, it's weird because I was in Mexico for like three weeks. But I came back, and it felt like didn't nobody remember me. And I was like, okay, so when I'm around, anywhere I'm at, everybody know me. All the time. Because they're being used. But when I'm gone for three weeks, they forgot about They don't even know who I am no more. So the second I leave, ain't nobody going to know who I am or who I was. But when I'm here, they all know me, all worry about what I'm doing, all focus on this fight because they're being used. They don't even remember they was being used. They probably don't even know they're being used. But the whole time they were promised, I'm doing this on my own accord. This is what's so crazy to me. This was so funny to me. I don't know. I, I really don't know. I just know, like... When it comes to, you know, this fight with God, like, I know, my heart know, my soul know, you know, the foundation of me know. This this fight already, this, this victory already won. This fight already is won with God. They're, they're not going to be able to beat him and his plan for this. This is happening how he said it's going to happen, and that's just that. So what is this then? What is this, you know, what is this that I'm dealing with every day? 
I'm dealing with them just trying to make me suffer and make me believe that I can't win so that they can somehow boost their own self up. Because they know who I am. If they can get me to say that and believe it, they feel like they're doing something when they're not. They know who God is. They know what the, they know what's really going on. You know, they know they can't win this. They know that they lying to themselves and they pretending that it's something that's not, making it look like it's bigger than what it is. You know, they just want me to have fear in my heart. I notice that's all it's about is having to convince me to have fear in my heart. And, I don't, you know, I can hear my sister, like, associating with the people, you know, that she is sending to do her dirty work. Like, even earlier, I'm on Instagram, and I hear my neighbor, like, do some little celebratory something. Because she felt like, all right, you can let it go. No, she, she, you know, I guess they felt like, okay, I ain't a threat. But all I know is, you know, I hear my sister like, you know, I don't know what she said. All I know is they like, they happy about something. And I'm just feeling like, you know, oh my gosh, like. I don't want to blame God, but I just got to trust him. I got to trust God. I got to trust what he's doing right now. He's showing me, you know, what what it really is. It's, it's not what it looked like at all. But another thing, a few days ago, I'm just going to make this random and just talk about what comes to my mind. But I'm sure God's bringing it all together. A few days ago, I heard them in the background talking again. I haven't heard them in the background talking like this for a while. Like, now they stay a little bit on guard more because they know, like, I am worshiping, I'm fighting, God might reveal some of the stuff that they saying. They stay a little bit more on guard. But before, they used to just sit around right up over me, like they were st- all standing over me, just talking about me like I'm not even human. And I used to always be feeling like, why is they really just all standing over me, talking about me like I just do not exist? Like I don't have no, you know, say in the matter of my life. Like they really just used to be talking about me like I was just a, just something, not someone. Man, they tried that again, you know, a few days ago. But this time, when they was talking about it, what they were saying was, you know, it's something like they were saying, like, I know, I thought, I I didn't even expect that to happen or something like that. Like, they were sounding like, they just sounded way more pathetic, way more pathetic and vulnerable. Like, it was sounding like, you know, I got way more power than I know, and they just trying to convince me that I don't. That's what they were sounding like. And that's when I, I I just heard that that confirmation. I didn't hear exactly what they said. I just heard that they was like, yeah, I know. And I thought she was going to find out. Or I thought she had heard somewhere, you know. Yeah, did you did you catch it? And I just heard that for a second. I was thinking like, hmm, should I let them finish their conversation and keep fighting? Because they ain't going to let me hear what they saying. Or should I just let that go? And I decided to just let it go. Because I was just like, it's not important. This God, you know, God got me. And he's exposing the fact that I heard that he's exposing what they sound like over there. They not confident in what they doing. They, you know, 
worried. And, you know, I'm I'm doing a lot more than they want me to believe. I might not be doing everything I'm, I'm supposed to be doing. I might not be where I could be right now. But I'm definitely doing more than they want me to believe, for sure that. Because they was just on a, you know, a little... You know, they, they definitely don't sound like how they used to sound. They used to just talk over me so boldly, like, you know so much disregard for my life they it's like they didn't have a worry in the world they was never ever worried about none of this ever coming back on them like they was just talking about me so confidently like I'm just like nobody care about my life not even God that's how they used to talk over me and now they talking like you know all right, she, you know, we might, we got to watch out. She might actually do something. Like, it's a possibility. Like, like, don't get too confident and don't get too, you know, don't be so sure she won't do something. She won't, you know, be able to jump up and do something. It's been many different times that, you know, they underestimated me thinking, did she forget? A lot of times with these demons, you got to constantly keep showing them you're not, you're not willing to give up and you're going to keep fighting them. Because otherwise, they just going to keep, you know, they feel like you giving up or you tired. They're going to take every opportunity. They really thirsty. And I don't know the word I'm looking for, but it's like they, they, they scavengers. They really scavengers for real. But, um scavenging for anything and everything and I noticed I feel like they getting rewards for every time that they able to make me slip up so this is an assignment they own I guess if you call it that but all I know is you know I just heard them scream something out. I feel like they're trying to be bold or funny. And it's funny because I got this all on camera. but And they scream stuff out. But I try to play it back on camera. And it's like you can never catch certain stuff. But I didn't really go through all the stuff. I got to be I got to wait. But they throw rocks at my windows. They throw stuff. No, stuff just come flying at my windows and stuff. And it don't ever be nobody there to catch, like, you know, I can never catch nobody standing there that threw it or anything. So, it's so much weird stuff going on. And when stuff flying out of nowhere, you know, the next step is that, like, big furniture just start flying out of nowhere. You know, how the scary movies be, blood coming down the walls, bugs coming out of nowhere, doors opening and shutting, windows bursting, all that demonic stuff that you... <laughs> Like, people really be dealing with, I'm not trying to have that in my house. I'm trying my best to, like, keep my mind and heart focused on God so he can protect me from things getting that far. But you can see that, you know, this is kind of stuff that they are doing, you know. I don't know. I can only thank God that it haven't got that far yet where, you know, furniture is flying and stuff like that. 
but I didn't have some stuff happen. You know, super weird stuff. Like I hear them in my house. I hear them outside my window, outside my door, and nobody's out there. I've heard knocks on the walls, weird random walls on the roof even. Sound like footsteps on the roof. You know, stuff getting thrown at the window constantly. Nobody's throwing it. It's just flying out of thin air. Birds following me. Big bugs flying and hitting the window over and over and over again in the middle of daylight. Like it's not a light that's attracting them. Like they just hitting the window over and over and over again. Some people might think that's not weird, but it is weird when it happened at the times that it happened. Like when I'm worshiping God or when I feel like, you know, I'm on something or breaking something off me or focused on something. This is real and it cannot be faked. But, you know, as much as they want me to believe that I'm not, you know, where I need to be or I'm not doing nothing. One thing I know for a fact is that they here. You know, uh, I got their attention, so I'm doing something. As long as, excuse me, as long as I'm a threat enough that they know who I am when I step into the area, God has put so much power in me, such an anointing on me. He has placed such a calling on my life that I cannot go anywhere without these demons, you know, having to be notified. Hey, we need your help. Hey, be on guard. Hey. You know, this person is here. This is what we need you to do. I can't coexist naturally. I can't just pray. I can't just enter anywhere praying and reading my Bible like normal, no more. Everywhere I go is I'm bothering somebody with my prayer. I'm bothering somebody with my praise. That tells you everything you need to know. That tells me everything I need to know. To even have things like this on such a level where, you know, I can go to a different country and it's the same thing. They still control things on such a level. Like, they go into such great lengths to do stuff like this. You know, that tells me everything I need to know about who I am to God and what he's doing in my life. So, I want to be clear when, I, when I'm complaining I want it sound like I'm complaining or being ungrateful about what it is God is doing in my life. It's not because I'm not saying it like I don't know who I am to him and what he's doing. I'm saying that based off of what I already know, where I'm at now and how I see it, you know, from this perspective, like after knowing who I am, after being aware that they're not here for no reason, after being aware that they know who I am, even when I don't. After being aware that God is very present and definitely a big part of the situation. After being aware that this is a fight, you know, against the devil and his minions. After being aware of what I'm dealing with, I am, you know, talking about, and I don't want to say complaining. I'm talking about and addressing, you know, what different feelings I'm having day by day. I feel like it's, it's vital information because... If I look back and I refer to these things, I'll see my progress is being made. And I'll be reminded of what God placed on my heart that day. And it's good. It feels good. And I, and I sometimes come to different conclusions when I'm able to say it out loud. 
you know, when I'm constantly fighting all the time, a lot of times different stuff, different things are being repeated over and over and over again. Even though I can access the things that are not, I just have to fight for it. But it feels refreshing when I feel like I have, if I say it out loud, I'm getting to better and different conclusions. But I don't do this for an audience, though I have one. I really don't do this for an audience because before I even knew I had an audience, I was doing this. Not necessarily on a podcast, but worshiping God, you know, trusting him, choosing him, being who I am. Before I knew I had an audience, this is what I was doing. They showing up and they trying to make it seem like either I'm doing it for an audience I'm not who I say I am, or you know, I make I'm do I'm doing more now that they here watching. <laughs> when really they want they trying their hardest to make sure I'm doing less. So I can't believe them. I can't believe them or trust them, and I have to be careful because I'm still trying to figure out certain times what it is they be conversing about. It's not that it matters. I'm good or anyways. God got me. But it's just, you know, maybe if I can hear the conversations, you know, a little bit. Or maybe that's just part of it. Maybe that's a key to what it is about. I haven't been really fighting about it lately because I know what I know. I know that, you know, if I can relax, that's cool. And they they not going nowhere. And even if they did walk away right now, either... I know where to find them. I know how to access them, especially now, or that part. This part of that journey is over. I'm moving forward my life in God. Like, I'm not about to. Like, what do you mean? You gone? That's thank God. It you know, answer to my prayers. But they wanna. I notice they lingering around to prove a point. Like. They want to feel like they won something they lost. And it's like. I heard multiple times. You know. You know, you lost, you a sore loser. And even a few days ago, I think I heard LeBron again. He showed up. And I think I heard somebody say, why you here? What you? Something, something like they was mad he showed up for me. And that's when he reiterated something I heard him say early last year. I think he said, you going to try to kill her in real life or something. You going to try and kill her, something like that. And I'm going to have to save her life again. I saved her life twice in this prophecy. The first time, I believe, was the car accident. But I, that could have been something else I heard. Like, they weren't trying to let me hear details. I don't know what the first time was, but all I know is he said he already he already saved my life the first time. He gonna have to save my life twice in this in this situation, cause they gonna try to kill me. But the second time is gonna be in person, cause they are sore loser. So that's why he's still here, and that's what they ask him like, why are you still here then? And he's like, cause of the second time I'm supposed to save her life. So they know the future. I'm like, God only know the future. The Bible says only God knows the future. 
So, obviously, that means he's an angel of light. But I knew that. And, you know, they're using witchcraft to try and kill me. And once that don't work, they're going to try and kill me in person. But, um, so that does mean eventually the witchcraft and all that other stuff, that power, whatever it is, they think that they use and come to an end. And they can't contain the anger so much that they try to do it physically. I don't know, possibly, if I heard correctly. But I also heard him say twice. This is the second time he said it, like, three days ago. Because you should have stopped when you was, when she delivered you. No, you should have stopped. When she um when she got you out, because like I said, God came down, chose me as a vessel to deliver my sister while she was pregnant with her child, deliver her of the jealous demon. He showed me it was her, and he told her. LeBron told her. Early this early last year, and then again a few days ago. You should have stopped because you, why didn't you stop when she delivered you? You kept going. And I think he's pretty much saying the first time I heard him say, you know, quite clearly, you know, like she ungrateful, but also like, um, you had a chance. That was your chance and you can't use that as an excuse. You don't have no more excuses now because you got delivered and now you still going. So that's why it's going to happen like that. Like, I'm trying to be real clear about what it was said. But what it sounds like is. Once she got delivered, she was supposed to let bygones be bygones. And she was supposed to take that opportunity, you know, of God being merciful on both our lives. And so many different other people's lives who saw that. Because after you see something like that, you should just let go of witchcraft for real and start praising God. But, you know, anyways, you know, she saw that she, after that happened, she should have just let it go. should have just moved forward her life and been thankful that she got, you know, delivered that situation. But she went back and she kept doing the same stuff. And after what Satan said about her, I don't lie, Satan, whoever that was, after whoever that was said whatever that they said about her life and how unimportant it was to them. He literally said, this demonic tone, this demonic voice literally said, I don't care about her. I don't want her. Look at her. It's like, the only reason I'm even making you fight for her is because I, I see she she matters so much to you. I don't care about her at all. And then was bragging about all the stuff he done to me. I mean, excuse me, all the stuff he done to her and had her do to me. All the stuff she was doing to me. All the stuff. And I'm just like crying so hard, you know, but it's been a long while since there's been a year since then. She's still at it. She's still doing the same stuff. 
you know, even after her life being spared by God, because he said he was going to kill her. He specifically told me, because I was just like, I'm about to pass out. I'm about to go to sleep. I can't do this. I don't want to, you know. I had so many different reasons to not do it. I had so many different reasons to give up on it. I had so many different reasons to get up and walk away, especially after all the stuff he said she done to me. And that it was her the whole time. And how much remorseless she is about it. You know, I had every reason to not do it. But, you know, I don't know. Like, that's my sister. So, obviously, I saw past all that. God placed enough in me to know, you know, no matter what somebody do to you, you know, don't deny your heart if you love them. Not even if you, like, just anybody, you know, you don't want that. You know, you see, if you see you're in a better position than them. You see you got God. You got somebody who really love you. They need real love. Show them real love. So, you know, I fought for her. And he said, I'm going to kill her. He literally said, if you can, if you don't do this, I'm going to kill her. And I don't know. I wouldn't know if he was really going to kill her unless I would have just took that chance on her dying. But I didn't take that chance. And that's what LeBron was saying a few days ago. He was saying, like, you know, you had the chance. Like, you should have stopped after that. But you kept going. And I don't know what he's saying that pertaining to. All I know is like, you know, it sounds like something something gonna happen, or whatever, whatever go down, and whenever this happen, like he gonna be there, and it's gonna be consequences, and it might be different this time and coming up, like. He here to protect me from whatever it is she's trying to do, keep doing. She's trying to steal my body. But, you know, he here to protect me from whatever it is she feel like she's going to do. And when she get completely out of control and she take it past witchcraft because she can't accomplish it like that, she actually try to come at me physically and do some do harm to my to me in the physical and try to take me out that way, it's gonna, something going to happen. But I don't know that for sure if that's going to happen like that. You know, it seems like she a little out of hand and disconnected from reality. So she might actually still take it that far or do something like that when she feel like she can't win all the way. But, you know, maybe because it, it don't feel like things are set in stone. It's still a if that happens type thing. Like it feels like this whole situation was a if it comes to the down to this. Even though it feels like they prophesy in the future and was speaking about this stuff a year in advance before it happened. And I heard Satan tell me a year before, you know, the deliverance was, he said, you're not going to be able to save your brother, though. So Satan knows what's going on, too. You know. Or that was God. It might have been God who said that. But I don't think so because when I talked to God about it and I said, God, 
you know, I want to save my brother too if I can. I don't want to, you know, please give me the opportunity to save whoever need to be saved in this situation. And God is like, you know, the devil is a liar. He's a liar. Why would he come to you and tell you anything unless he was nervous about it? You got to understand how you work. He a liar. He not going to come to you and be like, you ain't going to be able to do this. You know, unless you can do that too. So just have faith. And so, you know, I see how it works. So oftentimes I'm not ever doubting God's power. I'm just, you know, frustrated with the process. But like I said, it's a lot of hard-necked, hard-hearted individuals in this situation. You know, I know I am not perfect. I make mistakes every day. I, you know, sin just like every other human being. I'm not perfect. and I'm, cho- But I'm chosen for a reason. And all these individuals in this situation... Like I said, a lot of them is victims. They being used by Satan. But there's still a choice in everything. Because Satan can't use me like that. So it's still a choice then. No matter how hard it is. You know, you fight for what you feel like we're fighting for. And I feel like God we're fighting for. So that's why it's always a choice. I don't care what nobody say. Yes, this is tough. I wouldn't, you know, I even often said I wouldn't blame you. You know, for being over there, if you had to go through everything I'm going through, if you fold it, okay, I understand. Like, Satan did so much to me. I understand if you fold. I just know that God gives you strength you don't have. If you choose him, that's the best option for you. If you're going to suffer for anybody, let it be for God. Because Satan don't care about you. That's all I was saying. Like, I, I'm not ever saying I'm better than anybody. I'm not ever saying, you know, because you're being used by Satan, like, you know, you weak or anything. I have weak moments. You know, I'm having weak moments right now. I could be doing more. I could be fighting harder, you know. I could be fasting and not turning back to sin, not backsliding. But I'm still choosing God because it's a choice every day. You know, you can't make no excuses for that. That's the only, like, that's, you can't make no excuses for that. You can be out here doing all this stuff in the name of Satan. Then you can be out here doing all that in the name of God. That's the point. It's a choice. So I choose to suffer for God. And I might look dumb to them. They might be able to get their laughs in now. They laughing right now. I just heard them laughing a few seconds ago. You know, they might be able to make me suffer for now, but my blessing is on the way. And I'm already so blessed because God is showing me who people is and why it's always so good to be on his side. But, you know, if I had to, if I had to guess but I think that means him saying, like, you should have just quit. You were supposed to stop after you got delivered, but you kept going. You know, I hope it don't mean the worst, which means, like, she going to die. 
Because that's what he would say he was going to do to her, you know, in 2020. But I think it means, like, you know, it definitely means something, you know, that she don't want to happen. But she she's still going, you know. She's still going. It's about God for sure, but they make it seem like it's about so many other things. You know, I already I always know since the jump of the situation. I'm I'm gonna walk away, blessed with God. I might have to suffer, I might have to go through some things, I might see some things, I might feel some pain. But I walk away okay. I'm making it out of this. That's a fact because I fought for God and I chose him. I chose him no matter what. I'm making it out of this. That's just period. Ain't no way God going to bring me through all of this, put me in this position, you know, and me go through, me me do all of this on behalf of him and he, you know, all that be in vain. Ain't no way. I make it out of this situation a winner. But so that means that the only thing I can do in this process is endure and pray for the people who are on the wrong side. And I keep saying wrong side, though. Like, I'm on the right side. I'm on the right side. And one thing I want to make clear is only one side. It's only one side. I I meant to say that last time after I said I'm on, I, I found myself on the right side. And the thing is, it's only one side. He is the only side. You know? And, yes, it's a choice, but he is the only choice. These are just facts. You know, I love God. I love my Savior. You know, I chose him over any and everything. Even when it looked dumb. Even when it don't look like... It don't look like situation looking grim for me. You know, it's looking real, you know... It's just looking real, like, hopeless. I'm always hopeful in him. You know... I'm always grateful for God. Always, always, always grateful for God. I love him. I love him so much. I really do. I love him with everything in me. I want to be with him and all around him for the rest of my life. All the time. That's it. That's that's how I feel. I never choose Satan over him. Never, never, never. And I never understand it either. But I'm going to pray for them. I'm going to do my best to pray for them always, always, always. Pray that they find God for real and that they they souls be restored like mine is being restored. I'm so blessed. Although, I really would like for this to, you know, end. It ain't real suffering if you, like, might as well stay. No, like, 
I'm ready for this to go. Ready for them to go. But I love my God, you know. I'm going to be with him to the very end. He reminded me of something. I was watching Pastor General Jennings earlier, and he said, for 10 years, I only preached in front of one woman. He said, we catch the bus to go preach in front of one woman in her living room with a bookcase as his, you know, pulpit and his podium. And he was faithful for 10 years straight with just that one person. He said, it don't matter if nobody showed up, he going to show up. You know? And I said, I questioned, I said, wow. God must be so proud of you, looking down on you, seeing you as faithful as you is. It's a lot of people who would have given up or they would have just compromised. They would have changed things so that they could be in front of more people or so that they could look like they're doing more than they are. But you stayed faithful for 10 years preaching to one woman every Sunday. You know, I'm so I'm so rough around the edges right now. I don't even sometimes get up every Sunday for church. And he preached every Sunday for one woman for 10 years straight until he got on his feet. You know, until God gave him an audience, gave him a podium, gave him a church. And I remember I said that. And immediately I got a response. You got things to be proud of, too. Look at what you're going through for God. You know? You choosing God when all these things being offered to you. You suffering, you know, at the hands of the enemy in God's name. You know, I got all these people around me that want to see me dead. Otherwise, you know, contribute to that every day. I choose God. I stay faithful in him. You know, resources being cut off. Chances looking slim in life. All this stuff happening. You know, mocked, being mocked by the world. Being made a public spectacle to the world. And yet still I choose God every day. You know, a lot of people are not surviving these things. A lot of people selling their soul for a lot less. A lot of people ain't as tough as I am. God made me tough. God instilled that in me. God has made me who I am. And he's proud of this. He's proud of that. He's proud of me. You know, he sees me. He is the God who sees. And my cries have been heard. You know, my destiny is sealed. They can't have that. No matter how much they want that, they can't have that. And as far as all this unfortunate, these series of unfortunate events. One day I'm just going to be so, like God said, one day I'm going to miss these times. As bad as I want to be out of them right now, I'm going to wish I embraced them more. 
And Jesus, he always, every time I ask him about his crucifixion, he's very proud. He don't even want to hear that talk about, you know, do you wish it never happened? Do you wish it could have been different? He love it. He don't wish it could have been different. He wouldn't do nothing differently. He would do it over a million times for us happily. That's the love he has for us. He's very proud of his crucifixion and the trials he had to endure in order to become the son of God because he is Jesus Christ of Nazareth. He's the son of God, the king of kings, the Lord of lords. He is the prince of peace. He conquered this world so that we can. He did it all for us. He shed blood. He paid a very high price for us. And when it comes down to it, he will do it all over again for us because he told me, you know, it made it made him who he is. And that it needed to be done. He's very, he's very, what's the word I'm looking for? He is very, confident but proud he just knows that what need what happened is that's his story that's who he is it makes him who he is